0: Offering vivid descriptions of the maid he'd just tupped, Charles Dunwoody was vowing to go back to the tavern to improve upon Daniel's performance, and even Marcus Holroyd, the young Earl of Chatteris, who had always been a bit more serious than the others, was laughing so hard he nearly tipped over his chair. Hugh had preferred his barmaid to Daniel's, a little less fleshy, a little more lithe, but he just grinned when pressed for the details. He remembered every inch of her, of course, but he never kissed and told. Going to beat you this time, Prentice, Daniel boasted. He leaned sloppily against the table, his signature grin nearly blinding the rest of them. He'd always been the charmer of the group. For the love of God, Daniel, Marcus groaned. Not again. No, no, I can do it. Daniel wagged a finger in the air, laughing when the motion made him lose his balance. I can do it this time. He can, Charles Dunwoody exclaimed. I know he can. No one bothered to comment. Even sober, Charles Dunwoody seemed to know a lot of things that were untrue. No, no, I can, Daniel insisted. Because you, he wagged a finger in Hugh's general direction, have had a lot to drink. Not as... Much as you have, Marcus pointed out, but he hiccuped when he said it. I counted, Daniel said triumphantly. He had more. I had the most, Dunwoody boasted. Then you definitely should play, Daniel said. A game was struck, and wine was served, and everyone was having a grand time, until Daniel won. Hugh blinked, staring at the cards on the table. "'I won,' Daniel said, with not inconsiderable awe. "'Will you look at that?' Hugh ran through the deck in his mind, ignoring the fact that some of the cards were uncharacteristically fuzzy. "'I won,' Daniel said again, this time to Marcus, his long-time closest friend. "'No,' Hugh said, mostly to himself. "'It wasn't possible. It just wasn't possible,' He never lost at cards. At night, when he was trying to sleep, when he was trying not to listen, his mind could bring up every card he played that day, that week even. I'm not even sure how I did it, Daniel said. It was the king, but then it was the seven, and I- It was the ace, Hugh snapped, unable to listen to another moment of his idiocy. Hmm, Daniel blinked. Maybe it was. "'God!' Hugh cried out. "'Somebody shut him up!' He needed quiet. He needed to focus and remember the cards. If he could just do that, this would all go away. It was like the time he'd come home late with Freddy, and their father had already been waiting with— No, no, no. That was something different. This was cards. Piquet. He never lost— It was the one thing, the only thing, he could count on. Dunwoody scratched his head and looked at the cards, counting out loud. I think he... Winstead, you bloody cheat! Hugh yelled, the words pouring unbidden from his throat. He didn't know where they'd come from or what had prompted him to say them, but once out, they filled the air, sizzling violently above the table. Hugh began to shake. No, Daniel said, just that, just no, with an unsteady hand and a confused expression. Baffled, like, but Hugh wouldn't think of that, he couldn't think of that, so instead he lurched to his feet, upending the table as he clung to the one thing he knew was true, which was that he never lost at cards. I didn't cheat, Daniel said, blinking rapidly. He turned to Marcus. I don't cheat. But he had to have cheated. Hugh flipped through the cards in his mind again, ignoring the fact that the Jack of Clubs was wielding an actual club, and he was chasing after the ten, which was drinking wine out of a glass much like the one currently shattered at his feet. Hugh started yelling. He had no idea what he was saying, just that Daniel had cheated and the Queen of Hearts had stumbled. And forty-two times three hundred and six was always twelve thousand eight hundred and fifty-two. Not that he had any idea what that had to do with anything, but there was wine all over the floor now, and the cards were.